0: My name is Valentine Getoho. We've been talking about some Bible truths I'd love to understand better. We started with, I will never leave you, nor forsake you, says the Lord. We read about, if you have faith, you can do the impossible. We discussed about, if you abide in me, you can forgive, you can bear much fruit, fruit that lasts. Then we also talked about, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Familiar or imagined weapons will distract us from fulfilling what God has promised each one of us. And we talked about, You are my hiding place. Don't hide from God, He sees you. Instead, make Him your hiding place and will speak and sustain you through His word. And I gave you an example of my life of how He s- speaks to me in songs and psalms and spiritual songs. Today, we'll discuss. You prepare a table before me. I love this word. And we find it in Psalm 23, verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. When David wrote Psalm 23, it was a reflection of his life from a shepherd boy to being king. His imagery of green pastures and quiet waters where David led his flock to feed. He reflects through his days of running away from Saul in the shadow of the valley of death and his days as king. All in all, he summarizes, "Wow, the Lord has been and is my shepherd. He has shepherded me my life here on earth and I know he'll do it to eternity." And that is what David is urging us to do even today through Psalm 23. We read this as well about the Lord being our shepherd in John 10, when Jesus says in John 10, 2 to 5, and again in 14:16, the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they'll never follow a stranger. In fact, they'll run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. And again in verse 14 to 16, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there should be one flock and one shepherd. I want us to, re- to, I want us to reflect on the words, You prepare. A table before me." We find similar words spoken by Elihu to Job. As you remember, Job had suffered a lot. He lost everything, his children, his family, apart from his wife. He lost all that he owned. And not only that, he was tortured. His body was tortured. And at this time, his friends came to meet him, what we call the Ministry of Presence, to be with him. And they were quiet before him, and then they started speaking. And Elihu was one of them who spoke to him while he was in this very, very shadow of the valley of death. And this is what he says in Job 36, verse 2 and verse 16. Bear with me a little longer and I'll show you that there is more to be said on God's behalf. Verse 16, he is wooing you from the jaws of distress to a spacious place free from restriction to the comfort of your table laden with choice food. And we know at the end of Job's life that that is exactly what happened. His life was restored. And he even prayed for his friends who had said the wrong things about him, who had accused him while he was going through the valley of the shadow of death, who had had accused him of sinning. Yet it is the Lord who had allowed those things to happen in, in Job. He prepares a table before us. Paul calls it every spiritual blessing. In Ephesians 1, 3, we read, Praise be to God, the Father and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. That is the table that God has prepared us for those who have acknowledged him as Lord and Savior. He's prepared that before us. Peter calls what God has prepared, everything we need for a godly life. And goes on in more detail, and I'll read this in Second Peter one three to eleven. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. Through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through this, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them, you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption of the world caused by evil desires. And so he tells us, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, the you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you'll never stumble and you receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is also what David said, that Psalm 23 verse 6 will be the result of everything the table he has prepared before us means. That his goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives and we will live in the house of the Lord forever. So for me, you prepare a table before me, overwhelms me with God's love for me. God himself prepares for me. He goes before me. He puts things in order for me. He prepares everything I need so that as I walk through the paths and shadows of the darkest valleys in my my life, he is with me and I always find ahead of me a place of rest in him, in the presence of my enemies. They wonder, how did you get here? We thought we we had totally devastated, destroyed you, and you are not to succeed. Therefore, I choose to follow the Lord, to follow his will, even when I don't know where he's taking me, like Abraham. I choose to surrender to him and move as he has instructed me, even though it does not make sense. As Isaiah 55 says, his ways are not my ways, his thoughts are not my thoughts. As Jeremiah 29 11 says, he has good plans for me, plans to give me a hope and a future. David knew God's goodness and faithfulness of preparing a table before him. Even after he sinned in 1 Samuel 11 through adultery and murder, after he repented, as we see in Psalm 51, the Lord gave him the joy of his salvation. Remember, David also was not a very good father. He did not discipline his sons. His son, Absalom, came against him. So it doesn't matter what you've gone through. It doesn't matter where you have failed, as long as you re- repent and turn back to God and truly repent as, Psalm 51, as David did in Psalm 51. So the question I'm going to ask you, as I ask myself, so why live wallowing in sin? Why insist on your way? Why insist on following the ways of the world? Why insist on following those who do not follow Christ? Why insist on not going to the table where God has prepared for you and going to another table? Why insist on living in those who do not know, living in ways that do not honor him and living with those who do not honor him? Surrender to Christ. He has already prepared a way a table before you in front of your enemies. And who are your enemies? The enemies of God who fight against you as you are walking in the way the Lord guided you. The ones who stand in the way when you are walking in integrity and are asking a bribe. The ones who insist that you cannot move forward to whatever God has told you unless you have a Godfather to speak on your behalf. You and I have God the Father who himself sent his son to die for our sins and make a way for us when we accept him. And as if that was not enough, he gave us the Holy Spirit who indwells in us to teach us all things, remind us all things, pray for us when we don't know how to pray and guide us in our journey on this earth into the presence of our Lord. We are so blessed. Tap into that blessing. Make the Lord your shepherd. Listen to him. Follow him. And you'll find he has prepared a table before you. Every spiritual blessing in Christ. Everything you need for a godly life. Choose this path. Let us pray. Father, we come before you with hearts of thanksgiving. That Lord indeed Every time, every day, every moment, there is a table you have prepared before us. Do you have a God? In our foolishness, we move and go the wrong way. Forgive us, Father. And Lord, help us keep short accounts with you so that we can indeed come back to you and repent when we find we've gone the wrong way. And Lord, we now can walk into the table you've prepared for us. Thank you for loving us so, so much that every single time there is a table prepared for us by you, by you, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Oh, how awesome is our God. May we remember this goodness and walk and sit at that table, listen to you, hear from you, receive every spiritual blessing. Spend time in your presence, O Lord. Listen to your promises as we walk and stand up and walk up again to the next place that you're calling us, O Jehovah God, following your instructions. Help us, Jesus. And for those of you who have not known this, turn back, turn away from sin and come and find that table that is prepared for you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.